The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleiner. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Power of Water, has been the theme soon seven years. Seven years ago, I decided that if I was going to have a radio talk show, I'm going to make the theme the seriousness of power of water on this planet Earth. And you're probably hearing, I'm going to date the show, Governor Brown out of California, Jerry Brown, designated California, declares California to be in a state of emergency for a drought that has never been happened like this seriousness before. Now, have we had on our radio show the head of California's water resources and watersheds, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, different states, and we knew that California was going to have a crisis, and they let the crisis happen. Now, when you drive through California, one of the things that I've always admired about our ranchers, our farmers, our agriculture, that is so important to the world out of California is the sign that says, water makes everything grow. It, it's, it's your life, the life of a soil. The soil is a living organism, and look what they did to the soil of our earth. Look what they did with planning. And I'm going to blame it on the politicians that are elected who go to their elect, electoral locations, whether it be statewide, federal, the federal agencies have just as much to be, to be guilty of as the state. People were not recognizing how vital, how important the organism of the life of water is to the influence of your everyday life. It's, it's just like it's, it's going to go away because we're, gonna, we're going to be politically talking about everything else first. What should be first? Water, never anything above it all over the world. Why do you think that Saudi Arabia and Libya and Jordan, Kuwait and, and Iraq and Iran and Egypt and all these countries are dust? They didn't start out that way. And other planets that are dust may have had water at one time. We don't know but we have the water. And Gene Cernan, the last astronaut on the moon, looked back at Earth and said, it's God's porch. We have the water. It's the water, that blue ball, the water. Water is the reason you're alive. 
The moment you were born, you entered in the air you breathe in that delivery room at that moment from water. And you begin a life with the water that's in the air that's invisible that you're taking for granted. Water vapor in the air keeps water, with your water and your 50 trillion cells of water, alive. Detoxified, flexible, fight the diseases, and, and, and take better care of yourself. You've got an opportunity of choice to drink the water. But now they're saying, oh, don't drink so much, don't flush so much. Because it's going to be, it's going to be, it's a, it's the worst drought they've ever had in history. Although they were forewarned. And other states in the United States are going through it. Now, if you want to search for this, go to, thanks to Bonnie Mark, my secretary, we're going to have some, each week, some of these topics with searches. So you can go over to search current events and drought in California. When you go over to explore future of water in the video a video series and what is happening, what NBC said about water, go over to search the current events under drought, sustainability of water. When you're looking at uh, water, millions lack safe water. Look under search groundwater, millions lack safe water. Go over to Obama's failure to mention the water crisis disappointments in West Virginia. Now, how many failures does the federal government have to have before for you to live and die? I mean, I'm, I want this show to be a life-saving show. So go over and search U.S. water crisis in, in the news for Obama's failure to mention water crisis. One more failure. Go over and search water in the news for the U.S.-funded hospital in Afghanistan lacks clean water. That's in Afghanistan. We can't even figure it out in those countries. Access to clean water around the world. 768 million won't have it. And we all know what's going on in China because of the crisis of water and air pollution. But remember this. California was forewarned. This show has been forewarning people for seven years. We have others out there that have dedicated their lives to forewarning everything, but, but I don't know what else anybody can do with these politicians. Water should be the number one priority for you to have them represent you above anything. Nothing is more important than water. So that's why this show is for life and death around the world, internationally, with Voice America. We've got to get serious. It's the water, it's the water, and it's your dehydration effect when you're born. When you were born, you had a dehydration begin at the moment because you're not living in water anymore. There's an evaporation happening because the invisible water in the air is causing you personally to have a dehydration unique There are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints. You're uniquely dehydrating differently, and it's an evaporation. What is all these diseases? Have you ever heard of so much macular degeneration? Have you ever heard of so much Alzheimer's? And we could go on and on about what is happening with the air we're living in called the atmosphere. The atmosphere influences the water vapor to have rain to come down and our fresh water. Our fresh water on the surface of this, of this earth is vital. They're letting it all go away. 
It's diminishing. Why? I'm a believer in, in reservoirs. Because below a reservoir, there is aquifers. The aquifers need to be kept replenished. If they're not replenished, it's all going to run to the ocean and your water will be very expensive for desalination. We have always had fresh water, but fresh water on the surface influences water vapor. And the water vapor influences the cloud system. Let's get together. Use our common sense. This is not a whiz uh, question and answer. This is the way it is. I brought to my team, I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research, and we study the waters and we study the atmosphere, and we have on our team an atmospheric scientist who was with NASA for 35 years. I'm not just saying it without the backup of the technology to support what I say. Without water, you will not exist. And you might as well decide that the universe is going to be affected because the water on the surface of the, on the earth is affecting the whole universe. So let's get serious. I'm soon starting my seventh year with the power of water. And I want to thank you for all listening and, um, and I want to thank all the support and all the wonderful guests that we have that come on are so passionate and committed to your lives. Well, today we have a very special guest, John Monroe. He's a natural vision improvement educator and an associate of a Dr. Deborah Banker. Well, we'll hear about Deborah for 15 years, and he's had 20 years of experience in holistic ophthalmology, which, I, as you know, I have a lot of ophthalmologists on my team, and that's what we've been studying for 12 years is the surface of your eye. But when, before we begin... We'll have uh, our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Did you know that at the surface of your eye, you have a tear film, invisible? The middle of that tear film is 98% water. Did you know that? Can you imagine the atmospheric impression that is happening with the dehydration of your eyes? What is a dry eye? Loss of water, evaporation. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the only product patented worldwide to be able to apply and support the supplement of moisture, water, to the tear film with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll come back with John Monroe. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. John, are you with us? Yes, I'm right here. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. And, John, your background has been in uh, holistic ophthalmology, but it sounds like you've been studying nutrition and other uh, areas of our health every day, not just the organ of the eye. But tell us about you and how you got where you're at and and your uh, relationship with Dr. Banker. Well, I'm uh, located in Boulder, Colorado, and... Uh, I uh, started working with Dr. Banker or helping her out in her clinic uh, back in uh, August 1st, 1993. I started working with her. And uh, I met her as a patient, actually, in 91. I had had a lot of uh, eye problems happen to me that were bad side effects to radial keratotomy, an eye surgery they were doing back in the 80s to people to help them uh, see better. Mm-hmm. you know, from nearsightedness. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had it done in 1980, but in 1989, I had a bunch of uh, different side effects start up from it. Um, one of them was detached retina in each eye. And then um, mm-hmm. as that, we took care of that, then I, de- I developed pigmentary glaucoma from the radiokeratonomy. So I had problems mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of different things were going on. And someone introduced me to Dr. Deborah Banker in Malibu, California, and uh, she was doing everything uh, with a different approach. You know, there was no surgery involved, and she didn't use any pharmaceutical drugs. And it was more, you know, different types of eye exercises for the eyes, working with acupressure points, reflexology points, diet, nutrition, supplements, herbs, vitamins, uh, a lot of Chinese herbal medicine. She was, a, she was also a Chinese uh, medical doctor. Mm-hmm. She studied medicine of China, India, Tibet, and Western medicine, mm-hmm. and she also was an acupuncturist and an herbologist. Mm-hmm. So, she, you know, she did a lot of different things. She was a trained cataract eye surgeon. Uh-huh. But when she was going to school, uh, medical school, she got to a point where she couldn't read good. She was reading so much. She had to hire people to read for her, and um, <clears throat> she found a book by uh, Dr. Bates, and uh, she studied that some and did a couple of his exercises and, and got her reading vision working again. Now, who's Dr. So, Bates? Dr. Bates, uh, he wrote a book. He was an ophthalmologist, I believe, back during uh, the 30s and 40s. Oh, okay. And he, he wrote a book on he had just a couple eye exercises in there, but he was teaching pilots in the Air Force how to do this and uh, giving them bilberry and different supplements to help their night vision. So when they uh-huh. would go on bombing raids, they could see better and have better night vision. Mm-hmm. So she uh, found that book and tried some of the exercises, and in a month's time, she could read again. So mm-hmm. it kind of you know, got her on a different track uh, when she was going to medical school about the eyes and the body, you know, what's causing all these problems. <clears throat> if you can't see good, there's something causing that to happen. It's oh, not, yes. Yes. You're not just born like that in most cases. Well, so you anyway, know, um, John, yeah. as well as anyone, and we'll remind the audience that when the baby is in the womb, the brain and the eyes connect at the same moment. Right. 
So therefore, when in the brain being at 80% odd water and the eye at the surface 98% water, when the baby arrives in that delivery room and no longer in the water of the mother's womb, they, the, the atmospheric water, the water vapor has to have an influence on what that baby needs to have uh, hydration. The brain takes over until the water vapor, the atmosphere can as, uh, assist it, and then what you begin to eat and drink, and from that moment on is right. how you eat and, and your lifestyle of choice, what's happening around you. And when a baby is born, it doesn't have a lot of choices, of course. Yeah, we need and a lot of you know the other water. thing, John, is when, when they leave the hospital, is the baby t- gone home with brochures on how to take care of the baby's health for their eyes? Right. Right. Well, well right. the eye, you know, like I said, I, I started working with her, and, and when I worked in her clinic with her, I... I was educated by her on how her program worked for everybody. She had her own mm-hmm. basic uh, type of ophthalmology set up for people that she mm-hmm. was studying and did a lot of research and study on people for 15 years in her clinic. And mm-hmm. she went to universities for 15 years and studied mm-hmm. medicine. You know, she, mm-hmm. she didn't just go for eight years. Mm-hmm. She went for 15. So... Uh, it was just amazing to see how she did things. It was a total different approach, and, and she also had devices that she developed that she worked with that could put energy into uh, the, the cells. You know, she would charge up the particles and the atoms, <clears throat> and then that would cause the cells to, you know, energize and do things, and then the cells would start growing. And then she could also drain energy off of the body. Like if you had a swollen ankle where you sprained it, you could drain that energy out of there and get rid of the swelling. Mm-hmm. So we have these devices. And uh, I, I've been doing this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically she developed a kit that people can work with at home. So when people would come into her clinic and they couldn't read good, she'd give my exercises, this vision improvement kit, and they would take that home and work with it, and then they could see better, you know. Now, have you or, ever heard of a treatment called eye, rapid eye technology? No, I haven't. Yeah, there's a, if they had her on the show, she's here in Oregon, and, and there they teach that, uh, where you do these eye exercises. Mm-hmm. Look that up, rapid eye technology. Right. And to me, that I've studied that, and I believe that's very important because our eyes do get lazy, and they need a moderate way to exercise. And there's a right. you can, and the woman who taught me uh, showed me is uh, she does it is my reflexologist. Reflexologist. I've been taking reflexology for 20 years. Yeah. And uh, but again, and I noticed you said you had reflexology too. Yeah, there's a whole uh, chapter in the book on uh, acupressure, and then there's uh, things on reflexology points on the ear and the bottom of the feet that you can work on. Right, right. Mine are all on the feet, but again, and it can be in the hands, the ear, but again. Now, when you, it it sounds like Dr. Banker uh, has been in research, because to do all of this uh, technology that she's, and you joined her, and now, obviously, it worked for you, or you would not have been convinced that it that, that you... Well, it helped you... me. I was having problems with uh, glaucoma and then uh-huh. the, uh, you know, optic nerve damage. So we're trying to avoid that. And her treatments did help. I, I mean, especially with the detached retina surgeries that I had. 
I was taking the uh, some Chinese herbal medicine she gave me, and mm-hmm. when I went back to see the doctor for an exam, he said, "Man, your retinas are healing up really good," you know. Uh-huh. And I said, "Well, I've been taking this Chinese herbal medicine from Doctor Banker." When I showed it to him, he really didn't have much interest in it. No, they well, the so, reason they can't is the license on their wall says the regulation on their wall says you have to practice and approve of what you've been taught. You can't branch out, whereas it sounds like Dr. Banker chose to go a little longer in school and start getting where she could have the ability to do research while she's learning more and do recommendations that she believed in, whereas a lot of these doctors that are practicing every day, they have regulations on the wall. And all it takes is one patient to say, well, my doctor is recommending da-da, and when their regulation on the wall hasn't given them permission to really say a lot of that. Well, Dr. Banker, uh, you know, she was finding out what the cause of the, you know, cause of the problems are, like when people get macular degeneration. The, the root of the problem. You're right. Right. She, she would find out what the cause is, you know, what's causing the cataracts and the glaucoma right. and the macular degeneration and why are people nearsighted and why are they having trouble reading. So when you're nearsighted, it's basically you have six outer eye muscles that move your eye around. So when you look up or down, left or right, that's mm-hmm. done by the six outer eye muscles. Uh-huh. But those muscles can tighten up and they actually can hold tension. They're the only muscle in the body they can tighten up and hold tension. So they'll tighten up some and they hold that tension. Can I stop they... you there for a second? Yeah, go ahead. And, yeah, and I'll interrupt. And by the way, John, if I should start coughing, I'm never sick. I never have the flu. Okay. About a week ago, I had walking pneumonia. I was shocked. And so if I start to cough, everybody just bear with me. But back to this, I had a, my guest on my show who's a scientist with Johnson & Johnson, and we were talking about that tension and what happens to the stress of the body and the and the uh, what uh, what the eyes that cause it and we were talking about where babies are born john and you can talk to uh, dr banker too about this when the baby is born that infant arrives in the delivery room did they check out enough with the problems of the eyes from the beginning to when that baby, he said the prisons are full of people. They did not catch the problem of the eye in time because of the anxiety attacks that are happening and the stress because of the eye, John. You're just talking about right. it now. Well, you the see nerves. The, yes. your, your attitude, when you get angry or you're emotionally exactly, upset your or, or you're tired and fatigued or you're stressed right. out, that can cause the outer eye muscles to tighten up. Exactly. And then what did I just say? It can affect right. the brain. Yeah. And little children, you know, when they get mad and upset, you know, and have a fit about something, that can cause their outer eye muscles to tighten up. Exactly. That's why you don't want your kids getting upset and angry about stuff. It can affect their body. Well, but... you, well John, we're, we're going to have our moments of how a person individually, whatever, but it, it, the idea is is when you get concerned about something, your anxiety is being challenged, and you say the word, well, say anger, you've got to start thinking about how to look at this with a more analytical view than allowing your body to have a a, uh, out of the control emotion where your body is going to be you're going to be controlled by your nervous system, and then all of a sudden you've lost the discipline of those nerves. Right. Now, you and I will probably both say to the audience today, 
That's easier said than done if you're not eating right. And we're learning. I have one of my on my team, an ophthalmologist surgeon, a Dr. Philip Payton, who is dove into research in eyes and food. And he himself became a vegan because he found, and he's a very prominent, very well known in the United States uh, a doctor. But he dove into this nutrition. And he's a believer that you are, what your eyesight is, is how you're eating. Right. The eye is affected by a lot of different things in the food you're eating. But what I was trying to say is when these, these outer muscles tighten up and hold the tension, they start squeezing the eye. There you go. And, and the eye becomes more elongated. It becomes more egg-shaped because these muscles are tightening up around it and squeezing it or they can push it forward. And, then, it. And, and these muscles, they hold the tension. So what happens is you'll get a pair of glasses and they help you see, and then maybe two years later you need a stronger pair of glasses. Exactly. That's because these muscles have tightened up a little more and they're holding the tension exactly. and they squeeze the eye more. Yeah. And we're only talking about two or three millimeters of change in the length of the eye to really throw your vision off. Right. So that's a big problem in near and far-sightedness is the, the six outer eye muscles and the problem with being too near or far-sighted, we're finding a lot of people over the years that if they're a minus eight or higher on their prescription, they're having floaters develop, and they're developing retinal tears and retinal detachments from being too nearsighted because the eye is being too elongated and it's pulling on the retina, which is the inner lining of the eye. And it's only about the thickness of tissue paper. So if the eye gets too elongated, the retina can actually tear and detach. And that's a problem with, with being too nearsighted and farsighted. Right, right. And you can imagine back to what I was talking to about uh, the doctor who was on there with infancy for Johnson & Johnson's research. That baby is at the mercy of the parents right? and the doctors. <clears throat> and if that baby isn't caught in time, John, They'll grow up thinking that the baby has an anxiety problem. The baby has this problem, and they're not. Could it, it could be the eyes? Do you have you ever heard of a doctor in the United States, Doctor Marguerite McDonald? No, I haven't. Well, she's one of the founders of LASIK eye surgery. She's a friend mm. of mine, and uh, Marguerite's back in New York. But anyway, when she was just a little girl, she was an only child, and her parents. She was very the parents. We were always together with her parents. Well, one time they were together in a in a shopping area, and next thing you know, everybody was screaming, and they, her parents didn't realize she had walked into a pond. She couldn't, they didn't know she couldn't see very well because they were always around her managing her, and everything was being fine. I mean, she was being mad. She never so they re- took her to the doctor to find out because she didn't see the pond. So they took right. her to the doctor and found out that Marguerite had had eye problem from birth. Yeah, it happens, you know. I mean, people get cataracts from birth and other problems, you know. They can be nearsighted. They can have lazy eye. But uh, our, our vision improvement kit actually has a chart that comes in it, and you can check little children's eyesight with it. And it's just little drawings like a moon, a star, mm-hmm. a bird. So you hold this up maybe 10 feet from them and see if they can, you know, if they recognize that they can tell you what it is. Uh-huh. Because they can't really read letters yet. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. that's, you know, something that we did put in there so people can check. If your kid's three or four years old, you can check their eyesight with it. Oh, it should be, and especially <laughs> today with the horrible... But it's good to know if they have a problem early. Right. John, and these horrible habits of... I was in a grocery store not long ago, and there was this little 
one, maybe two years old, in the grocery cart with its head down all the time. She never, that little girl did not look up once. She was so into this uh, uh, handheld device that her mother had given her to play with that uh, she could keep her uh, happy while she was shopping. Right, These children's those are a big eyes problem. are being exhausted. Right, the uh, iPads and, and the tablets and things, um, they are. They're strained to look at. The print's smaller and, and you're just staring at it. So. Little kids need to learn this, too. You know, little children can work with this uh, vision improvement program also. We've had parents get the kits and then teach their kids how to do it, and the youngest one is four years old that's doing this. Yeah. And he he was a minus 4.50 in each eye at yeah. four years old. So Well, they expect by the 2030, as you know, millions of people to have macular degeneration. Right. Well, that's a problem. Dr. Banker always said the problem with macular degeneration is poor circulation of blood to the retina. And if you look at the blood vessels that come into the retina, they're the size of a human hair. They're very small and very fine blood vessels, just like the ones in your kidney are very small and fine blood vessels. And if they're not letting enough blood oxygen and nutrition into the retina, it can't work its way into the tissue so the cells can start dying and swelling up. Because if you look at the retina, if you look inside of the eye, at the back of the eye, you'll see the macula areas right in the central point in the back of the eye. But these blood vessels, they only come in the upper part of the back of the eye and the lower part of the back of the eye. These blood vessels don't come into the central part of the eye where the macula area is. So they have to have really good blood flow for that blood to circulate through the retina and, and work its way down into the central part of the back of the eye. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have good blood flow into the retina, that's where the cells can start dying, and they start swelling up in the macular area, and that's why you can't see good. Now, are the cells dying or just picking up toxin? Well, a lot of they can. Death. Well, cigarettes, you know, there are toxins, alcohol, cigarettes have chemicals no, the body in them. Up. I'm going yeah, to be a little. They're right. a big I, problem too. Yeah, I come about this because my field is dehydration research. Right. So oh, yeah. I come about this. Okay, if that cell begins to have a malfunction, it's it's and and follow me. It's like it's got manure in it. They call it toxin. It's got a manure that heats up, grabs <clears> onto the next cell. Next thing you know, the toxin is taking control of of the electrolytic ability for the body to function. Right. Well, the toxins are carried in the blood, but if the blood isn't circulating into the tissue, it, you know, it's it's really <clears throat> what the cause of lack of oxygen and nutrition from go. the blood. There we go. And then the cells, they they can actually swell up from this before they they die. You know, they they're swollen or, you know, and well, and that's dying. a dehydration because the water there's a a dehydration effect happening that it doesn't have enough water to be able to carry and dissolve the toxin and keep the oxygen flowing. A big problem is coffee and, and regular iced teas and Thai, you know, black tea and chai tea. They're full of tannic acid, and the tannic acid causes these blood vessels to tighten up. Mm-hmm. They constrict, and they're bad for mm-hmm. the liver. The, the, the tannic acids. Mm-hmm. So that's a big problem: is, is the coffee and the tea people are drinking. We're going, then, to come, we're going to have to take a moment okay. from our sponsor, Don't You Go Away, and then we're going to come back and talk about that because um, there's so much going on, on re- with research. I've had on here from Harvard and Tufts, 
different ophthalmologists, scientists. We talked about nutrition in the eyes, John. They never talk about tannic acid. And we that's a, that, we needed to bring that up today and what's happening with that. Don't you right. go anywhere. This is a very good uh, informative show. Uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be right back with John Monroe. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. John, before we took the break for the moment there, um, you were talking about the teas and the coffees and what your research and uh, has been finding. Uh, tell our listeners about uh, what you're learning about the acidic side of those drinks. Well, the tannic acid, uh, you know, it's not just caffeine that's not good, but even decaffeinated coffee still has tannic acid and then all your regular iced teas and chai tea and, te- you know, um, um, black tea, they're, they're full of tannic acid, and this causes blood vessels to tighten up. So all these fine little blood vessels in your retina, your kidneys, your brain, they're, they're tightening up from the tannic acid that's in coffee and tea. And it's T-A-N-N-I-C, tannic acid. If anybody wants to read it, you, know, you can Google and read about it. And uh, that's a big problem with uh, you know, circulation problems, and it can also damage the liver over time. And then you have the artificial sweeteners that people use a lot, and they have aspartame in them, but they also have methyl alcohol in them. And the methyl alcohol is real bad for the retina and the optic nerve. So we try to mm-hmm. tell people about, you know, artificial sweeteners. And then another thing with poor blood circulation is a big problem we see is blood cell aggregation. It's where the red blood cells are clumping together. And they also call it rouleau. And they form like a line of blood cells, like a roll of quarters, and, and and they can't go through these small blood vessels and capillaries and microcapillaries and get into the tissue. So that's another problem is this blood cell aggregation that people are having. And then you have plaque and calcium buildup in these small blood vessels, and that's mm-hmm. another big problem. So well, then obviously you're also saying the obvious is these soft drinks, and then anything to do with these juices. 
I, I was uh, noticing an announcement the other day that juices, people don't realize it can say 100% juice, but the sugar content right. that we're finding out, the carbohydrate content, is way too glucose. And individuals well, who, have a, who have a weakness toward it, people should realize that uh, and to their own, listen to their own uh, rhythm of their body, that if something doesn't feel right that they had just put in their mouth, maybe there's something that doesn't agree with them. Well, there's a lot of chemicals and, you know, there's, there's artificial colors and sweeteners and flavoring oh, yeah. and, you know, things are processed and pasteurized and heated up and now you have the problem with the GMOs, which is pretty much... Uh, you know, poisons that the plant are growing to repel bugs and things like that. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Like corn syrup, they put it in everything, but now I believe all the corn's pretty much GMO. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, what we're what we're finding out is, and I'll I'll go this way about what what I've done in my thirty years of study research. When that baby was born, the baby begins to drink a formula or the mother's milk. The baby gets a taste for sweeter. I've had the head of lactation uh, association here on the show. She, I had to be just close my tongue. I, I, I just couldn't. I had to be careful to be polite because when I brought up drinking water, now no, no, the baby can't drink water too soon because it'll fill up. It needs the milk. Well, John, it needs the water to acquire the taste to water because the baby likes to have something sweet. We need to have water from the beginning of our time to bring water into our system. And that's where all of the ophthalmologists and uh, optometrists and doctors in this country started talking about their patients. When they come in, do you drink water? How much water do you drink? And people are saying, well, I've never had a doctor ask me that before. Well, if you're not drinking enough water, nothing else is going to work. I tell people to drink a you know a glass of water every hour they're awake during the day if they can. Exactly, exactly. But, you know you but, need to drink water through the day. You just don't do it. You know you get busy with stuff and three or four hours go by and you haven't and, had and, any and, water. And by the way, men will say, "Well, then I have to go to the bathroom." Or so what? That's, That's detoxification. Right. <clears throat> That's detox. But back to where I'm leading to, the food companies along the way could tell that people wanted sweeter, more flavor. It was our fault. More sugar. Because when you go to the counter in the old world, now we're looking at the packaging, but we all went to buy where the flavor. And so when we start seeing uh, people like yourself and myself and Dr. Banker and many other thousands and millions of people around the world are saying, hey, wait a minute, we can get flavor without all that artificial and that sweetener and all that stuff. We want something with flavor that gives us the nature of what makes us feel good. We want that education. And the food companies will do it because they have scientists that are paying enormous amounts of money to study all this, but they're, they're publicly held, John, and they have to make money. I think it all came from the movie theater when you were a kid. You go to the movie theater and they had all the candy and soda up front. Soda and popcorn. Would, would well, I, we stuff. won't say the popcorn. And you had Easter and Christmas and birthday parties <laughs> and everything was sweets there. And our mothers just, made our cakes yeah. and pies, and you're right. I People said didn't one know of the back then. worst inventions our parents did is number one, the cigarette, right. but number two, the frying pan. 
Oh, yeah, the fried foods. Dr. Banker raised her son on nothing but organic foods. If it was apple uh-huh. juice, it was organic. If it was something he was eating, it was organic. And he went along like that till he's about nine years old. And then one day he was with some people and their mother, and they stopped at McDonald's. So he made it till he was nine on totally organic food. And that kid is, was so healthy and never got sick. He was always in a good mood. And uh, she said, yeah, you should always raise your children on uh, organganic, natural foods. Uh-huh. So that's well, a tip when for I was, uh, when I was uh, first, um, never was going to get married, fell madly in love with this guy from Holland. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to law school, carry my briefcase. Next thing I knew, John, they said I was expecting a baby. And I'm going, oh, my God, I didn't know how to cook. I had to learn how to cook for my husband, yeah, then I had to learn how to eat. Then, uh, John, I said I had to learn for to eat for something I'd never met yet. So did I take it serious? Right. And my kids were raised on, oh, gosh, every day was well thought out. They became athletes. That was well thought out. But back to food. Now, you probably found, like our doctors on my team and doctors across the country and, and research and universities, that the eyes are also empowered by what you're eating right and what have you learned about nutrition on your research with your research with dr banker what is the diet what should that diet be during the day basically we're we're more for the raw organic natural non-processed non-pasteurized foods and um, i eat a lot of salads and and if i'm gonna you know i might cook a little like a, a little chicken breast that's a natural chicken you know, mm-hmm. it has no hormones and antibiotics mm-hmm. and arsenic in it. And then I might put a little of that in with a salad or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a piece of lean beef, mm-hmm. you know, that's grass-fed beef. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I do a lot of salad, salads. Yeah. On your salad, what color is your salad? Oh, there are multiple of colors. Yeah, so, yeah, because uh, we're finding out that that dark green is very important to where the body, if it gets too acidic, if you add the alkaline of that dark green, that'll help balance your system out. And a lot of people, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, we, you know, and I do fruits, and I I don't really do much uh, dairy. Mm -hmm. I don't drink milk. I use uh, almond milk or rice milk or, you know, coconut milk. I really don't buy milk anymore. It just has a lot of animal fat in it. And animal fats are another problem with blood cell clumping. They can cause the red blood cells to stick together. Now, my Dr. Payton, who's an ophthalmologist surgeon, very well known in the country for what he does, but he got into vegan. Right. And studying that with a lot of doctors, and I've had on the show uh, the author of uh, Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease from um, the one of the universities here in this country, Dr. Esselstein, and the and the, between him and some other doctors uh, on the China diet and more, they got into this vegan to where uh, and a lot of eye, people's eyesight started improving when they got away from, like you said, the dairy food. There were certain things that the individual who has weaknesses in the eyes impairments had weaknesses to what they were eating. Well, when, when people drink too much alcohol, that dehydrates the eye and the body. That's why if you have a lot to drink, you get up the next morning and you're real thirsty, you're dehydrated. Exactly. But the eyes, uh, they need a lot of moisture. Uh, if they get too exactly. dehydrated, they can have problems. 
That's right. another cause of floaters. That's where you might see a little black dot or a little hair floating around in your visual field. Uh-huh. And they call that a floater. Well, what that is is on top of the retina, there's a thin coating of jelly, and it's called vitreous mm-hmm. gel. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the eye is full of aqueous humor, which is kind of like egg white. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that vitreous gel can dry up and, mm-hmm. and it can break off and float around in your visual field. So there are ways mm-hmm. to help reverse floaters that we do. But uh, also now, if you're you too nearsighted. Now, before I let you go, we've got a little bit of time left, but what do you do with individuals coming with problems sitting at a computer all day, John? Well, we, we tell them what to do about that. We do workshops on this uh, topic and we also sell the vision improvement kits you know people can get those and work with them there's a whole chapter in their own computers and eye fatigue Mm -hmm. but at the workshops we do people will come in and we do them on a saturday from 10 in the morning to 6 p.m at night and we take a break for lunch from one to two and we go through the whole program Uh, you can see the whole kit and our other products on our, our website but the kit you actually work with at the workshop, and I've had people at our workshop seeing better, you know, right there that day. Mm-hmm. And um, we have some of those coming up too. We have a list of those on the work on the um, website that we have, and you can see where they are. They're in different yeah, tell, cities. Yeah, tell the audience about your technology. I call that uh, technology. And uh, tell them about the technology that you and the doctor have put together and then how to go f- look for it on, on the website. The, uh, the website is drbanker.com. B-A-N-K-E-R.com. Yeah, it's just D-R. 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 Now, is that a little D? Like, look, it doesn't say. Yeah, they're all small letters. It's small just letters. D-R, so capital no period. Small letter D-R, all banker. one word, banker.com. drbanker.com. Com. That's the okay. website. Plus, people can call me at my office. Another thing is I'm here 10 to 7, Monday through Saturday on Mountain Time. Uh-huh. And you, they, they can call here and talk to me if they have a problem or want to know something. I'm, I'm here to, to help them out, you know, if they have any questions. Now, how, how, do, they do, get a hold, how do they get a hold of you? The, the phone number here is 303-494-4532. And I'm usually in the office 10 to 7, Monday through mm-hmm. Saturday on Mountain Time in Boulder, okay. Colorado. And the number's on the website. That's drbanker.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if anyone needs to get a hold of me, they can just call me. Mm-hmm. Now, what are most of your age groups that, um, that come to your, to your cl- clinics, uh, well, classes? We work with all ages. You know, anybody with eyes can do this. Like I said, yeah. adults get our kit and work with it and then teach their children how to do it. So yeah. the youngest is four years old all the way up to people in their 90s. The oldest mm-hmm. person I've worked with on this is 93. Mm-hmm. And uh, we work with all the different eye diseases and eye problems. And uh, you know, I was on a television show and, uh, for an, an, an NPR um, in um Florida, and it was for vision impairment blindness, and I was shocked at how many young people are getting macular degeneration. Right. Well, you know... um, People always think it's for an older person. Young people are uh, having problems with that. uh, Well, a lot of young people are drinking a lot of coffee. Yeah. And uh, that's a problem in the cigarettes, the chemicals in the cigarettes. Cigarettes, number one, the worst. And then they're eating a lot of junk food, a lot of animal fats in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, well, and, cigarettes um, and junk food kind of go together, I think, don't you? Right. I could be and wrong, I, everybody. I'm sorry. But I've said, John, in all my years of studying, that we're not a smokestack. And that, that the, a dehydration effect of smoking, anything. Right. And by the way, I'm that way with marijuana. Anything that causes a dehydration effect like that is going to cause you as a person unknowingly to have a, a severe, out-of-control dehydration effect. Well, if you're smoking, you should definitely be drinking water throughout the day, you know, a glass of water every hour, juices, fruit juices, they're all real good. All the berries are good for the eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we cover all the gamut of eye, eye issues. Yeah, right. And uh, But again, it... Uh, uh, people have got to realize, um, and I'm, um, I'm uh, anything that causes you to have a more, a more dehydration. That's going to be a, uh, whenever you get that feeling, a feeling that good of what you just drank or smoked or whatever. There, mm-hmm. that's all dehydration, John. That's the only Juicing reason you felt that good. good. You know, and then juicing. it has to go back down again. And then, uh, yes, drinking a lot of water. But uh-huh. some people could get enough water if they're abusing their body like that with those kind of dehydrations. Right. Well, it's not but, good to be smoking a pack and a half a day of cigarettes or, you know. Smoking at all. A lot Seriously. of marijuana, but we do find eye pressure coming down. You know, like an eye pressure could be up to 20, and then they could smoke a little pot, and then in 10 minutes the eye pressure is 10. But so that's it works temporarily. really good. That's temporarily. Right. Now, Aaron, I'm sitting here in Oregon when way back in time I had a, I was founder of a hospital auxiliary and one of my women was diagnosed with uh, wrong. She had cancer, not another problem. She, her doctor, I mean, he gave her three months. Well, I told her she was gonna, she was gonna say goodbye to everybody. I said, no, you're not. You're gonna go and live. She made, started what's called here in, in Grand Pass, Oregon, Make Today Count, the Jean right. Lovejoy Hospice. Okay. Well, she did it. She lived for a few years longer. But she started here in Oregon the very first time she and a friend of mine who was in the state legislature to get marijuana legally to, for her to use to get keep the pain down. Right. You and just feel better knowing also. she was terminal already. Right. But again, uh, back to the dehydration effects of what you just said. That is where my field comes in and study. Anytime you do anything to cause you to dehydrate any further, takes your life away and anytime somebody has a chocolate feels good about it uh oh where's the trouble when somebody gets hooked on smoking that's trouble anything to do with a medication or what you think is a medical brain thing this is making me feel better this is helping me we have to be so careful john because of the dehydration effects that we're already dehydrating from birth to death already a big problem is free radicals, and, uh, you know, antioxidants are really good for protecting the cells from free radicals. And mm-hmm. uh, one thing I do is I take uh, food-grade baking soda, and I take, if you have indigestion or heartburn, you can take a half a teaspoon of it in a glass of water and drink it, and then a few seconds later you'll burp, and the heartburn and the indigestion's gone. Mm-hmm. But you can also take that periodically, maybe once or three times a week you can do it, and the uh, sodium bicarbonate is killing, uh, it kills deformed cells in the body. And mm-hmm. uh, it's real good for, uh, you know, a cancer cell is just a deformed cell that's been damaged by free radicals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. these, uh, the sodium bicarbonate helps kill these cells. And you can also mix it in with a little maple syrup and warm it up and stir it together. And whenever you eat it like that, the uh, 
the cells, deformed cells, like sweet stuff. So they absorb the maple syrup, but it has the sodium bicarbonate in it. It, it can actually kill a deformed cell. Or agave, and, uh, agave nectar or something that's not quite as sweet. Yeah, the maple Little syrup, the organic new. maple syrup works real good. You mix the, uh, you mix like a teaspoon of the baking soda with five mm-hmm. teaspoons of the syrup and you warm it up and kind of mix I it see. together good. Well, what about a little you, lemon juice? Well, no, that's not no, really what we're that. trying to okay. do. We're just trying to get the sodium bicarbonate just, in yeah, here. Yeah. But that's, huh. uh, Dr. Leonard Coldwell, um, he has a website and he's really in big on this, uh, huh. sodium bicarbonate. Uh-huh. You can also mix it in with a half a gallon of water, and you have, you know, alkaline water. Uh-huh. Huh. All alkaline water is, it has sodium bicarbonate in it. Uh-huh. Well, that's something we, that, was a, that was one I've never heard of before. I've been known about baking soda and what it can do for oh, many reasons, but that's the, that's a new one for me. Try Check out drleonardcoldwell.com. That's his site. How do you spell Coldwell? C-O-L-D-W-E-L-L. But I've had a lot of people that have had cancer call me, and and I got them, you know, I said, well, you can try this, and they're still alive. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. They they were stage three. One lady, girl I knew, uh, stage three lung cancer. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's still around. It's been a few years now, and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, she attributes it to the... uh, the wheatgrass juice I got her drinking, the vitamin D3, the, the mm-hmm. you know, the uh, baking soda, a lot of different mm-hmm. things. You know, fluorescence tea is real good for cancer. Well, we only have good. a minute. We only have a minute left. Right. And I cannot let you go unless I asked you, did you watch the Super Bowl? I'm going to oh, date yeah. this show. Denver, and I was, got I, was, stomped, I, was rooting so. for, I was rooting for Colorado. Yeah. Well, and they got I need, good. I, and they can be so proud to to be there. And Peyton right. Manning and the whole team got to the Super Bowl with beat, uh, winning all those games. Well, and, for Denver, uh, that was good just to even get to go. I mean, yes, yes. trying and, to get, uh, get up there. But. I think both teams played a good game, even though uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks. You know who owns the Seattle Seahawks, don't you, John? Um, Bill Paul Gates. Allen, the co-founder of Microsoft. Bill Gates, I thought. No, oh, no, no, no. Paul Allen, not Bill Gates. Bill well, Gates Paul has no Allen did, uh, at all. He, Paul he's Allen. from uh, Apple, isn't he? Yeah, no, 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 Microsoft. He, right, Paul well, Bill Allen Gates is part the of owner. Paul Allen owns the Seattle Seahawks. Right. He is the only, Bill Gates owns nothing about it. And he was the co-founder with Bill Gates. He, the two of them were the co-founders. Right. And I was happy for Paul Allen because I've heard he's a really nice guy. I know people who know him, but again, yeah, they we, were. Amazing. It was amazing an amazing play day, and it was amazing American day. All right, well, I just want to let, let people know our website's drbanker.com, and the uh, phone number here, if you need to call me, 303-494-4532, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and have a look at our website. Well, right. We thank you for your time, and it was listen- fun to. Uh, I really enjoyed listening oh, to the technology. Oh, there's tons of things to cover on on these topics. Believe me, yeah. we just scratched yeah, the surface. Yes, go to your website. All right, we'll okay, do this well, again. Okay, well, thank you for being on today, John, and tell right, Dr. Baker I said hello. All right, bye bye. Bye. Well, did we learn a lot today, uh, John Monroe? gave us a lot of information and education about the human eye and what they've been learning with Dr. Deborah Banker. And you go to the drbanker.com website 
and you can find out a lot of education on more of a holistic ophthalmology. She is an ophthalmologist. I want you to know that this water crisis is serious, and this is why this show, and I want to thank every single guest through the seven years have made this show possible. I've enjoyed every minute of it, but the power of water is vital. You cannot live without the water. Your process is dehydration, your health. I want to thank you for listening today again. Tell your guests, tell your friends and everyone about the show. We're going to get together and try to make the power of water conquer. You embrace your life, every special moment. It belongs to you, but also appreciate somebody else's embracing their life. But Earth Whispers, never say goodbye so you don't take it all with you. It's so important to be healthy with the power of water on this planet. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 